Uh, hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. So you said you want me to start with my thought, right? My unformed thought. Yeah, you started going on and it was like, well, this should just be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> podcast material. So I don't know how to think about this exactly, but it is now November 16th and 2020. And I started thinking recently that a few thoughts have been swirling around in my head. So one, we started working on this iteration of Arrows, the onboarding tool thing about a year ago when I was in Berlin, kind of early November is when we first kind of came across the idea. And then we were doing conversations with customers and folks and got pre-orders in February. Now it's mid-November and We've had a very busy year. I mean, COVID, of course, we had a ton of client work earlier in the year. And then we launched to our first customers in, you know, essentially July 1st. It was the very end of June. But um, now here we are. We kind of set our goals in the spring to hopefully hit 5K MRR in January. We thought that was reasonable. And I, it still could have been if we, you know, if we had doubled down on marketing and sales stuff. But that meant we would have. It would have been very hard, I think, for us to hit that based on how we've, you know, where we put our focus. So I don't feel too bad about not hitting that goal um, as it's pretty obvious right now that we're not going to hit that goal. But it did make me start thinking like, okay, well, where, where can we be the end of next year? And, and that thought kind of was the one that came first. Where can we be at the end of next year because of some other apps and their numbers that we've seen out there? And, you know, me getting ready to move and just us thinking about if we have to take another client project or two. So really it started thinking like, what's reasonable for us to get to by the end of next year? And what, you know, what do we need to be doing or thinking about or trying at the start of the year to make sure we actually head on that trajectory? And then even more, you know, I, at first I was like, well, it'd be awesome to be around 10K MRR, give or take a little, maybe 10, 12, like, that means we'd probably be on the path where we wouldn't have to say yes to a client project. Um, that'd be like the bare minimum, I think. But then the other side of me was starting to think like, there's actually a world where we could be at 20, 25 K MR at the end of next year. And I can imagine your reaction being like, wow, I, I don't know. Like that's a lot. And I think it is a lot, but it's not something that's for a self-funded team. Let's add is crazy i think it's possible but it means we'd have to do things and work and think differently to get there um, than maybe we have been so far so it just i don't know if there's any answers to come from this but it's more something that was on my mind and 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 i think you know we we often talk you and i like how we'd be pretty happy with you know a, a company that just made a few hundred grand and maybe us and one or two employees like we'd be pretty happy with that but I don't know if we'd be like totally satisfied either. We've talked about that. Like we, we both want to be really good at this and, and, and actually like have a real shot at it. So, you know, if that's the case, like given that this stuff compounds, like not only the revenue, but all the effort, how do, you know, the difference between being on a trajectory of 10 K MR at the end of the year versus 20 K or more is meaningfully different for the years that follow. So all of that's kind of been, swirling in my head of like, well, are those reasonable questions to be asking? Are there things that we should be doing different? Maybe not like this week or next week, but starting in January as we, we launch, um, all of that sort of stuff. Do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. 
I think that makes sense. I think there, I think we, like you said, I think we could have been a lot closer to 5k this year if we, like you said, approach things differently. And I think that what we would have had to do is pretty much leave the product much closer to its initial version. Yeah. At least this would be my thinking about it much closer to the initial version and then just done a lot more, just basically not stopped uh, the acquisition kind of work. And I think the thing that pulls us away from that is our feeling that more than just wanting the business to have a certain amount of income, we want it to be a good product. And I think those, those things can be on certain timescales kind of in conflict with each other. And sometimes they can actually, I think we both decided that, you know, better product would help us grow faster later too. You know, that is important. Right. And I, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at is I think part of the thought was getting these baseline features in quickly would make the acquisition easier because that was, if you think back and or listen back to when we talked about this in uh, September, late August, uh, that was kind of the feeling that we had where it was like, yeah, we're kind of like hitting this thing where it's just like, it feels like the product isn't far enough. And it feels like getting the product to that baseline that we are kind of expecting would unlock a lot of potential customers and a lot of potential teams who would find it useful. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, we could have kept pushing forward because we were finding people at a certain rate and we could have kept pushing forward on that and not shift a lot of attention to the product and, you know, kept that same success rate or a similar success rate to what we had and just slowly built up that way. But like we said back then, I think, we still, or at least I still feel like that product lever is one that we had to kind of pull a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And I do think we are, we're making a pretty big bet on our product being better on certain metrics. And one of those being user experience and design and, and things that, you know, require more thought and consideration to how we build things. They require me to work on pretty much every feature, you know, too. There's not really many features that you can go do on your own because that's not um, the design side's not necessarily your strength. And so then, you know, there's not really a way for us to split up and go build things without working together on them. Mm-hmm. At least so far, you know, I think when we get to API features and integrations, that'll change a bit, but mm-hmm. the, the, this early sort of stuff where it's really fundamental to the product or the, you know, the way things fit together, that's been the case. And then I, you know, I've been thinking more like, oh, we've been pretty good at the sales so far, but I've actually been thinking a lot more like, oh, I, I think I took it for granted. I, I should be getting better on our sales calls. You know, I, I think it worked well enough early on. We found some deals that worked or some customers that like clicked. And then, 
some of it's the product, some of it's the actual sales process. So it's more getting in my mind, like, I don't think any of the plans that we have, you know, at a high level, like content and SEO and educating people and, and the product features that we roughly have in mind, I don't think any of those are, are wrong, but I do think that the, the way we go about them or in what order or what intensity or what, you know, pace could, could very drastically change our outcome at the end of 2021. I don't really know how, how we figure that out. I mean, probably our iterative kind of process that we are going on so far, but maybe we have different expectations for them or how we run them in parallel or, or something like that. Yeah. It seems like you have something specific in mind, but I don't have any idea what that is. No, it's not. I, I don't have any one or two specific things. I just have lots of ideas that I think, you know, are maybe at a, a higher level of um, expected possible outcome than maybe we would have at first. Like, should we, not now, but, you know, should we start building features earlier in the year that get us closer to having larger teams or, you know, or companies that have more onboardings happening at once? Maybe the, you know, one person team that's like signing on or two person team that's signing on for like a Google Sheets workflow replacement versus something that's driving big business goals, you know, biggest business outcomes where somebody's paying us a few hundred dollars a month. Um, should we, you know, once we launch, should we go a lot more deep into cold email again, but in a way that we both do it on Mondays and, and really try to get like really convert a lot of them, but maybe to do that, we need higher return on each sale, you know, where it's not just a hundred dollars a month. It's actually more this gets into some of the stuff we're going to talk, talk about after this of, you know, how do we over consider certain features or how we build things? Like, should we actually try to build things faster and a little bit rougher just to get them in? Um, because we're early enough that that's something that's worth doing. I don't know. I wonder if, if our pace is not enough because I think, you know, a year ago, like the few times we've checked in, we thought we would be further along. And that's always the case. You're probably never as far along as you think you could be. But that does mean like, are we hoping that we're going to be at like 10K MRR at the end of next year? And then we won't hit that because we aren't trying to get further than that. So I don't know if there's a good answer here or not, but I do think we have the skills and the capability and the type of product that is about to have a moment and we could actually ride that pretty well if we figure out that we want to versus being like, oh, let's just try to hit 10K MRR and do the kind of lower leverage feet things that are more in our comfort zone to get there. And this way, I don't know if this is coherent or that my even my thinking or questions are coherent, but it's more of opening up the possibility that we should be considering it over the next few weeks as we work towards our our kind of self-serve launch and, and figuring out what we do beyond that. Yeah, I think that it's tough because I think we are operating with very pretty strong constraints. And I think that things get painful when we don't acknowledge those constraints and then get frustrated that those constraints exist. You mean like time and money and, and those sort of things, right? Right. Time, money, energy, because it's, you know, we could, yeah, we could spend, um, you know, we could spend both of us all day Monday sending cold emails, you know, it's mm -hmm. sure that's, that's possible. But also, you know, what does that do to the energy when, you know, not, you know one out of 200 converts? Um, 
what does it do to the focus of pushing the product forward if we're both doing this thing and we lose one day a week to this uh, thing, you know, and I think like that's the, I think there's always a cost and it's, it's, I think it's easy in, you know, moments of feeling excited and, uh, you know, motivated about it to kind of hope that those constraints don't exist or they can go away by sheer will. It, it reminds me a little bit of like when we were doing the client stuff where, you know, you always are like, yeah, like we can do both. Like we can, um, we can handle this, like this'll be fine. And then it always kind of just like the, the constraints kind of end up coming in on you and in the end, making you miserable if you don't kind of uh, recognize them as being there. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I do, I do agree that we have, you know, we have different constraints than most and, you know, we, we try not to kill ourselves uh, as we work and we try to be pretty sane and, and methodical and measured in how we make progress. But that's what I'm wondering is, you know, is there a line of where we should be pushing that a little bit more and, or should we be maybe less strict in what we expect from our effort or maybe even changing, you know, do we spend too much time building some things or do we, um, you know, build them too much? There's just a lot of questions in here that I don't know if we, if we will change much, but like just even the introspection about it might help us, um, you know, tweak the trajectory in a, in a better way as we move forward. Because I do think the difference between us ending the year it, there's still a possibility we only end the year at 5k MRR next year. And we were hoping to get that this year. And that would be, I think, a pretty big bummer. But there's still, I think, a real possibility that we are at a much better outcome because of certain efforts that we'll have to like, kind of figure out as we go. So I just want to make sure, you know, it's not that I would be disappointed if we didn't hit like 25k. I think that'd be crazy if we expected that and didn't hit it. It's more of knowing that like, oh, we actually did try everything. And we did have a good pace. And then this is just the, you know, where we ended up based on that. We're kind of way over time now, though. This is one of those long meandering podcasts. Yeah, we can call it there. Yeah, there's no answer on this. Mm -hmm. Just uh, planting seeds that maybe won't turn into anything. (laughs) (laughs) All All right. right. Talk to you later. Later.